Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is good to see you tonight. I hope you have been doing well. I miss getting to see you at church and getting to see you around, but Lord willing, September the 5th, we will begin to meet again. Just taking a little break right now, just because of a few cases of COVID uh, in the church and in the community. Uh, I was had a couple of little symptoms for a day or two and went and got tested, came back negative, and I felt great ever since. No problems there, so I don't know if I ever had the COVID or not. I'm going to say not since the text test came back negative, but I feel completely normal. Praise the Lord. Michelle does have COVID, as you may know, but she is getting better. She's uh, Tomorrow will be a week. She's had the infusion. She feels a lot better. Uh, she still gets kind of tired pretty quick, but I suspect that'll be a few days or a couple of weeks for her to get back going, but keep her in your prayers. But we're doing good, just trying to keep our distance for a few days and let this stuff clear out, but hopefully I'll be seeing you guys again by the middle or end of next week, Lord willing. But I just wanted to share a few scriptures with you tonight on something that I was reading earlier today. I have been reading the book of Proverbs in the last few days. Uh, I'm sometimes reminded of the Proverbs, and every time I think about the Proverbs, I think, oh yeah, I need to, I need to read them again because they are so full of wisdom and I know that you have all heard me say that many times, and I tell you all the time, uh, probably too much to read Proverbs if you, if you haven't, but there is such good wisdom there, and wisdom is something that we need because there is a lot of foolishness in our life and a lot of foolishness in our world. So we're going to pray, and then we'll talk about a few scriptures tonight. Let's pray. God, we come to you and we thank you for being good to us. And I pray that you just keep our church family safe in the midst of this COVID and help us to get back in your house soon. Help us to be about your work, God. We want to get back to some normalcy, dear Lord. It just, just can't quite get there with all that goes on in our world and with COVID. But help us to get there, dear Lord, and find normalcy and security in you in the midst of maybe uncertainty or fear that, that, that may come with all the things we see in here, but help us just to trust you and to grow in your word. And I pray that you be with me as I preach and teach and let it be a good, a good night and a good word that we're about to read. In Jesus' name I pray it. Amen. Now, when we talk about wisdom and foolishness, I will ask a question and you probably will come up with a good answer to this. Have you ever done anything foolish before? Well, chances are you have done lots of things foolish. At least I have. Maybe you are not quite as bad as me. I suspect you are not. But chances are there's at least one or two foolish things you can think about in your life and you think, man, I shouldn't have done that. I, I, that was a stupid thing to do. I don't know why I did that. It seemed good at the time. And usually things that we look back and say that are foolish, they seem good at the time because we weren't thinking. But now that we look back and we think about those things and maybe we're aware of consequences that could have resulted or maybe did result, uh, we say, man, that was a foolish thing for me to do. But uh, as we get older, at the very least, there should be some wisdom that is gained, even among very foolish people. Hopefully, there is some wisdom gained, even for those who are not Christians, uh, we learn from our mistakes and things that are good or bad that we should or shouldn't do. Sadly, though, some people uh, really don't learn that lesson very well or learn it very slowly. Uh, so when we talk about wisdom in that sense, we all have some wisdom that we learn this is not a good thing to do. 
But when we talk about wisdom in the Bible, we're going deeper than just that. We're talking about spiritual things, uh, things that God wants us to live by and live for and, 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 and things that God doesn't want us to do. That's why the Bible constantly talks about wisdom and about foolishness. What is wisdom? Well, in the most perfect, fullest sense in Scripture, Jesus Christ is wisdom. We find wisdom in Jesus Christ. What is that wisdom? Well, Jesus Christ died on the cross. He was resurrected so that we could be forgiven. That is the wisdom that we seek. Everything that we have as Christians is built upon and founded upon that truth. That is where wisdom comes from. We don't seek truth or we don't seek guidance from things of the world because the things of the world are often foolish. But our truest, most perfect wisdom in its fullest is found in Jesus Christ. But that trickles down into every area of our life, every decision we make as we look at Scripture and see the way that God desires for us to live and the way that God does not desire for us to live, the things that God calls us to do and the things that God clearly tells us not to do. And so our wisdom is in Jesus Christ. And once we come to Jesus Christ, we are able to understand other things in our life, examples that Jesus gives us to live by, commands that he gives us, how he wants us to live, that we can live a more godly life in him. Now, in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 13, Proverbs chapter 9 is, talks about uh, wisdom uh, and, and foolishness, and really we've seen that throughout the book of Proverbs up to chapter 9, and, and wisdom really is, is making a plea for for those who would listen to wisdom, who would seek wisdom, that everybody would listen to wisdom and seek wisdom. And in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 13, wisdom is compared to folly, or excuse me, a, a woman is compared to folly or to foolishness, kind of in contrast to wisdom. Okay, you should live in wisdom, but if you don't live in wisdom, you will live in foolishness. And that foolishness or that folly in Proverbs 9, is compared to a woman. It says in verse 13, The woman folly is rowdy. She is gullible and knows nothing. She sits by the doorway of her house on the seat of the, at the highest point of the city, calling to those who pass by, who go straight ahead on their paths. So here we see this woman, our foolishness, our folly, and the this, this story is looking something like this. Now, this is an example. It's an illustration. The illustration is of those people who are walking down the straight road. They're walking on their path to get to their destination. But this woman, this foolishness, this folly is calling out to those who are trying to walk straight ahead. Uh, the, the, the foolishness is calling, saying, look, come over here, come to my house. I'm, I'm sitting beside the road, I'm sitting in my house, and, and foolishness is calling those who are walking down the straight path and trying to get them to get off of the path of, 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 of getting from point A to point B and get sidetracked with things that are foolishness. Let's continue on. Verse 16. Whoever is inexperienced, enter here to the one who lacks sense, she says. Stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten secretly is tasty. Now, who is foolishness calling out to? Foolishness is calling out to those who are inexperienced. To, to, to the inexperienced, enter here, enter here. Now, 
fools will enter into foolishness. But that's why we need to read books like Proverbs or Ecclesiastes, because they help us to gain wisdom. If we are wise, that is, we put our trust in Jesus Christ and his wisdom, the wisdom of the cross, and we, we, we put our trust in God's word and we know God's word, what is wise for us to do, what we should do, what we shouldn't do, if we are wise, we likely will not be that inexperienced group that easily gives in to foolishness. But even the wise may give in to a little foolishness. And so we have this scene, this, this, this picture that's been portrayed for us. We're walking on the straight path, going from where we are to where we're going. And along the path, there's this woman beside the road saying, enter into my house, enter here. Boy, the things that are in here are going to be good. You can do what you want to do. It's going to be okay. Don't, don't keep going down the path, but come over here. Let's read a little further. What's the result of, of going off the straight path and into the house of foolishness? Well, it says in verse 18, but he doesn't know that the departed spirits are there, that her guests are in the depths of Sheol. So what of those inexperienced who give in to foolishness? What does it say of those? Well, it says here that the guest of the foolish, the ones who who, who accept that invitation, hey, come over here into my foolishness, those, it said, are guests in the depths of Sheol. Uh, their foolishness has led to their death, has led to their destruction. It has placed them in the grave, and that's what foolishness does for us. That's what it does for you, and that's what it does for me. It leads to our destruction. Now, we may do some foolish things, and it may not lead to our destruction in the short term, but if we continue down the path of foolishness, it will lead to our destruction, which is why we need to look at our life and say, okay, am I doing some things that are foolish? And maybe you say you're not. Praise the Lord if you're not. Maybe you look at your life and say, yeah, I'm doing some things that are very foolish. Maybe uh, the question we started out with, have you ever done anything foolish before? You look back at your life and you say, man, I God was good to me. I, I did this foolish thing and somehow I escaped it unscathed. Or maybe you look back and you say, man, I'm still suffering some consequences of some foolishness that I have done. Now, it's no question that we've all given in to this foolishness, to foolishness, this plea. Uh, there have been times in all of our lives where the temptation to do something that we shouldn't do or to do something without thinking about it first there have been times that we have all done that. But the, the real question that we must answer is, are we living in the house of foolishness? Now, here we talk about foolishness. Uh, we're walking down the straight path, it says, and foolishness calls us into the house. But the question is, not do we occasionally enter the house, because we do. We want to try not to do that as much as we can. We want to try to be uh, experienced. We want to try to be children of God who are doing what is right. But even occasionally, we do enter into foolishness. But it's important that we do not stay in that foolishness. See, that's where our problem arises. When we, when we stray from the straight path and we go into the house of foolishness, if we don't get out of that foolishness pretty quick, it's going to lead to our destruction. It's going to cause problems in our life. And, and, and we must be careful 
that we don't give in to that sin that is foolishness because, man, foolishness will look enticing. It will look good. And once we get into a little foolishness, chances are we might get into a lot of foolishness. And so the quicker we can, we can escape from the house of foolishness, from the woman of folly, the quicker we can get out of that, the better we are going to be. Now, when we see ourselves doing foolish things, we need to repent and say, God, I am living foolishly, but I want to live wisely. God, I'm, I'm in foolishness, but I want to be in wisdom. And that wisdom is in Jesus. And so when we realize we are foolish, we abandon the foolish, and we find wisdom in Jesus Christ and Christ crucified. We find wisdom at the cross where we can repent and we can be forgiven. That's what we do when we find ourselves living in foolishness. So if, you've, if, if, if you're there now, then you need to repent of those things and you need to live in wisdom that is Jesus Christ. Don't set up shop. Don't set up camp. Don't live in the house of folly. Don't live in the house of foolishness. Get out of foolishness and get back on the straight and narrow path. Matthew chapter 7 Matthew chapter 7, verse 14 is a good verse that may uh, kind of connect to this in a little way. Matthew chapter 7, verse 14, excuse me, 13 and 14 says, Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the road is broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who go through it. How narrow is the gate and difficult to road that leads to life, and few find it. Now, this is the path we want to stay on, the straight and the narrow path that leads to life. But, but that's similar to the language that we just saw in Proverbs, that language that, that people are traveling down the path. It's a straight path. As long as we're on the path of Jesus Christ and God's Word and the wisdom of Christ and the wisdom of God's Word, we will be okay. It's a straight path that leads us straight to the Lord. But if we get off of that path, we are, we are doomed for destruction. We are, we are going to live in foolishness when we get off the path of wisdom. But the path of wisdom is a narrow path. The path that leads to life is a narrow path. The path that leads to life is a tough path to walk. We have to examine our life. We have to acknowledge our sinfulness. We have to know that we cannot do anything apart from Jesus Christ and his power that came through his death and resurrection on the cross and that there is forgiveness in no other. But we can escape foolishness. We can get back on the path. If you're not on the path, I encourage you to pray to Jesus Christ and ask him to forgive you of your sins to get away from the foolish things you're doing and begin to live for him and get on a path that leads straight to him. A path that may be hard to walk because the temptations come, because the foolishness looks good, but we can never get away with just a little bit of foolishness because usually a little bit of foolishness leads to a lot of foolishness and a lot of foolishness leads to destruction. But in Jesus Christ, there is freedom, there is deliverance, and there is a way that we can receive life apart from foolishness. If you're walking on the straight and narrow today, then I want to encourage you to keep walking on it. Don't give in to the temptation of foolishness. It looks good, but don't give in to it. Ask God to help you. And when we do stumble, when we do give in to a little foolishness, let us repent and receive the grace of God through Jesus Christ and Christ crucified. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for these good words, and I pray that you would help us to live wise as wise men and women 
God, I pray that you would help us not to live in folly and not to give in to the temptations of foolishness, but God, that we would find true wisdom in Jesus Christ and Christ crucified and Jesus Christ alone, dear Lord. I pray that that's the wisdom that we will all receive. Help the one that's walking on the straight path today that they would continue to do so. God, help the one who's living in a little foolishness that they would repent. And God, maybe there are some that's been living in the house of foolishness for a long time. Well, God, today they've heard your word and it's time for them to move out, dear Lord, and tell foolishness that they gone. So God, I pray that we'd do that through Jesus Christ. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.